Hello everybody and welcome back to another edition of In The Zone. I'm Declan, or Mallards Y, um, and today I have the first overall pick um, in the 2021 MLW Draft. Last time it was the second overall pick, but uh, we got we got one better here. Um, but uh, Brendan Baranowski, uh, I hope I said your name right, but uh, first off, congratulations on, on being uh, chosen number one. Thank you, thank you. Um... I was very excited about it, and you did pronounce my name right. That was that was good. Kyle's butchered it a couple times, but he did pretty well last video. Yeah, um, honestly, I don't know how it's really that hard to say. It's not like I'm saying bear and no ski or something like that. It's it's really just how it sounds. It's got a W and all that. But um, first off, so you just got drafted first overall by the Coastal Cobras. Now, how does it feel knowing that you're going to an organization with uh, two, two, uh, two absolute studs, um, and another stud in, uh, Sean Flynn, um, and how does the supporting cast, uh, feel knowing that you also have Gus the Goat on your team? Uh, it feels really good, um, obviously they had a down year last year, but, I mean, you, everyone saw it in the first video, we can all hit, and that's a huge part, and we out-hit the Gators by an insane amount. And it's not just one person, it's everybody. And Drew really played well, and Andy hit everything, Sean hit everything, and everyone, all of them are fast, too, as you can see. Andy, he's always going for doubles, but yeah. I mean, just after a down year, and I feel like I can help out, and I hope we keep that train moving. Yeah, so you actually were really, really good in your first uh, your first series. You actually hit 300. Um, including a walk-off hit that brought in Andy Rand from third in, um, in yeah, game two. Um, but, so, I guess more or less, you first got to the Meadows um, for the first time uh, just uh, last Saturday or last Sunday? I think it was, was it last Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Yeah, um, and... So was it kind of overwhelming knowing that I mean you're you've been a fan of MLW I mean you've been competing in tournaments, um, but what was it like to you know finally get to go to the field and uh, know that like you're one of those guys who's going to be playing this league? It feels good, but obviously I was a little nervous for the first game, especially opening day, and uh, a lot of pressure for being the number one overall pick, and I felt like. Game three, obviously my pitching was a lot better, and I feel more comfortable. At the plate, I felt pretty comfortable the whole time. I can definitely do better, but I think going forward, I'm all the nerves are gone, and I think it's just going to get better. Yeah, so uh, what is what is your uh, wiffle ball experience, and um, how have you, like, when did you start watching MLW? When did you start playing wiffle ball? Um, and, like, when did you really get into it? So, actually, I started playing wiffle ball right about 10 years ago. Uh, we had a tournament in Grand Rapids that I played in for seven years, I think. And when that kind of, they stopped doing that tournament, we looked for other ones. And I found MLW in 2018, and I started watching them then. And we went to the tournament in 2019, and we won it. And went back in 
2020 and lost in the semis. So I've been playing a while, but just got into MLW just three or four years ago. Yeah, so you, I mean, you've been playing for 10 years. You've been playing for a decade. That's pretty awesome to say. I mean, you're right up there with uh, with Kyle and Tommy, and you even outrank your, your captain uh, when it comes to playing solo <laughs> football. Um, but uh, so what What was the kind of, like, tournament vibe there? Was it, like, really that competitive, or was it just kind of, you know, you were kind of there just for fun, which is, I guess... It seemed, it seemed competitive uh, to everyone. Obviously, my our team was. We've been playing together for a ton of years, and we want to win. And I think uh, it made it a little more competitive. Uh, in our first game in the 2019 tournament, we actually beat one of the MLW teams. And I felt like that uh, made them want to beat us, too. And to play them again in the finals, I thought that was really fun. And it made it really competitive for everyone. Yeah, but you did win the 2019 tournament, am I correct? Yes, yeah, we did. We we beat uh, MLW team with, they had like Daniel Schultz, Ryan Cratch, uh, I think Zach Whalen, Neil Smith, and Zerlag. And we played them the first game of the round robin and beat them. So it was kind of... We beat them in extra innings the first time, so it was fun to come all the way back and play them again in the championship. Yeah, so uh, people have been talking about you for, like, a good... Well, Drew has been chirping uh, every five seconds, like Drew always does, but uh, he's been talking about you, I mean, since before even, like, the draft was... I mean, I'm sorry, the, the, the World Series was over. He was, you know talking about scouting you but um you know first off were you did you ever like involve with talked with like drew um before the end of the world series or was it kind of like you had to i guess more or less stay um kind of secluded before the end of the season and then drew started talking with you So the first time I met Drew was at the 2020 Wiffle in the Mint tournament, and he watched us play, and he liked it, and he was, we were talking a while, and he kind of told me, uh, you know, the Cobras are having a little bit of a rough season, he said, I've got my eye on you, and he, uh, we didn't talk for a while after that, he waited till the end of the season, until he knew he had the number one pick, and uh, he messaged me, and he was like, are you down to play, and I told him I'm for sure down to, and history from there yeah so i mean really just it was just so like i i reached out to you i think february but it's been it's been like a good a good minute we had to wait for the draft for a while i was anxious about the mallards i didn't know who we were drafting i'm glad that it's you know i know caden kane's a nice guy and uh you know, I'm glad we drafted him, but you would have been a great draft pick too. But uh, I'm glad you're with the Cobras and not, you know, uh, should I say the Preds, I guess. Um, because uh, first off, that'd be terrible if they had you um, because you're talented. But uh, man, uh, I could talk about the Preds all day and how I hate them. But uh, let's just go into, um, into I guess, 
more more analyzation of uh your your uh your first game um you know you actually hit pretty well you hit you know 300 again uh through the first three games um and unfortunately it was kind of a rough patch uh in game two um with walk spurts uh but that was mostly caused by uh drew falling apart <laughs> um but I mean, what what did it mean to you to, you know, go in for the first time, and was it kind of nerve-wracking? Yeah, it was, and it was more nerve-wracking in the situation I came in uh, with the bases loaded, and we're only up four or five. I'm like, I just got to get out of the inning, and um, uh, I don't want to blame it on anything. The weather was crazy. The ball wasn't that great. Uh, it's, we were hitting it like no other, so... And then I just came in, I couldn't find it, and that got out of the inning barely by the skin of my teeth, but, and then we tied it back up, and uh, I felt like, I felt comfortable in the third inning, or the extra inning in the fourth, just because we came back, and I didn't feel like it was all on me. I know the blown lead was all on me, but I felt like, now I got to step up. We did not just come back to lose this game. Yeah, uh, fun fact, it would actually not be the first time the Cobras have blown a lead on opening day. Uh, I'm going to put the two old lead jokes aside, but uh, they actually had a 12-0 lead against the Seahawks in 2017, and, uh, well, the Seahawks swept that series uh, 12-0, and Drew blew it. Well, actually, Andy blew it because he was pitching. I don't know why he was pitching, but... <laughs> um, it was a seven to nothing lead. Uh, luckily, Drew hit that grand slam to uh, to tie it up. Um, but you also had the walk off in that game, um, and you brought in Andy. It was kind of easy because Andy is extremely fast. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Andy is really really fast on the base pass, and um, he still surprises me to this day. But so. When you so did you feel like you know the lead was kind of on your shoulders and were you kind of like waiting to get your opportunity to bring home a win for the Cobras because you had kind of known that hey I need to you know rally us back after uh, you know a bad inning. Yeah, so in the third inning we knew uh, that Chris was going to have a little trouble with the ball and it was raining on and off so. We were kind of thinking, you know, let's make him throw us some strikes here first and show that he can do it. And that's kind of what led to our comeback. And then in the fourth, after uh, I held them in the top, coming to the bottom of the fourth, Andy leads us off with the triple. I go, all, all I, I knew all I had to do was put the ball on the ground and Andy's going to score. And obviously he did. I just hit it right to the left of Jorgensen and Andy's so fast he's there before you can even blink. Yeah, uh, that was obviously great uh, base running by Andy as usual because the guy's a speed demon. But, uh, you know, um, I guess what are you looking forward to most uh, this season? Um, you know, I know there's been some talks about you possibly taking over an ace role. Um but is is the pressure still there a little bit, knowing that you are the first overall pick and, you know, you do have something to prove? A little bit. Um, 
obviously I want to come out next time and pitch well from the start and finish strong and I don't want to be known as for walking people because that's not who I am and obviously if I can just keep up the hidden I just gotta keep putting the ball in play which I am which I'm happy about but yeah there's a little bit of pressure still because I do feel like I need to perform like the number one overall pick yeah um and you know hitting wise I mean you you looked you look good um and uh pitching wise it, it only got better I mean you weren't you weren't looking like Chris Cheatham out there. You weren't you know giving up twelve hits, um, in one game. I I don't even I think it was like more like ten in one inning. But uh, you know I'll give him a little bit of uh I'll give him a little bit of slack. It was kind of rainy, but um, so first uh, so uh you know congratulations on getting drafted first um you know congratulations on you know your first series win as not only a cobra but an mlw player um and i think you got your first win too um in game two because uh, drew couldn't hold the lead to save his life uh he's probably gonna be listening to this and then probably dm me uh probably you know uh no he won't he won't listen but uh it would be uh, Drew. If you're listening to this, I know you aren't, but uh, I'm not sorry. <laughs> um, so it, it's it's fine. Drew is Drew is a clown, but um, you know, congratulations, man. Um, you know, uh, I, I can't wait to talk to you more over the season. Um, and uh, thank you for hopping on. Of course, uh, you know. Congratulations, I keep saying it, but congratulations on being the number one overall pick. Um, you know, the number one overall pick is apparently always going to be named Brendan. Um, yeah, we're going to need to find another one for next year. We are. Uh, you should find a friend and then tell the the, uh, the Eagles to draft him because the Eagles suck. Um, and they're going to be the last team. Or the Preds. Well, actually, we, we don't want that. But I'm guessing, um, I'm guessing you watched the live game oh, the other yeah. day. Yeah. Did you watch it too? I watched parts of it. It looked rough. Oh yeah. yeah. Norp was a little a little crooked too, but uh the Eagles didn't look so hot either. Um Yeah, I know it was raining, but it just looked like both of them were struggling. Yeah. Uh it's been raining a lot for these these series. Yeah, and apparently. It needs to uh it needs to uh, you know, heat up a little bit. Uh you know, um but I, I thought it was also cold um, for the the first series. Uh, is it was it was it a little cold as well? Cold. And, uh, it wasn't too bad. It was probably like fifty. Cold but. and rainy. The worst. Uh, the worst part. The worst possible part of playing with a ball. But yeah, uh, you know, um, this has been a very odd uh, odd podcast. Everybody, I'm sorry. Uh, this has been. A good podcast, nonetheless, because obviously you have Brendan on, and uh, Brendan, really, really nice guy. DM him, uh, talk to him about how uh, you want him to sweep the Predators this year, um, and uh, also talk to him about how you want the Cobras to win the World Series. Um, I know I want that. I, I want to see that. Um, if the Mallards can't win the World Series, that's what I want to see. Um, just because. Yeah, thank you. Just because Drew Davis has been through so much, I'm trying to be a nice person. From blowing a 2-0 lead to blowing a 3-0 start to the season. 
I feel like this is this is actually the year for Drew. Actually, the year I felt like twenty twenty wasn't really it, but I feel like this is actually the year for the Cobras to go all the way. I think you're going to be a big contributor to that too. Um, I really really like this lineup that the Cobras are going to roll out. I've said since the start, but this is a really really promising lineup. You have um, Andy, Sean, and Drew, all all stars. All all three of them are all stars, and then you have you as well, the first overall pick. Um, I feel like you guys can skyrocket from five and ten to ten and five, possibly. I mean, um, that that's how quickly things can turn around. I mean, I think this season's going to be absolutely crazy. But I think by the end of the season, the Cobras might be uh, the Cobras might be the one on top uh, near the near the I think possibly AL champions, poss and then go on to win the World Series. I I'd love to see that. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping we get that by. That's that's always the goal. Oh yeah. That's and uh, yeah, thank you to all the, the good listeners for DMing me. I appreciate them, even though some of you are chirping me and telling me that the Predators or the Gators were gonna. Somebody said the Gators were gonna beat us. So oh, whoever that yeah. was, thanks. You see, man, this is the exact reason why nobody likes Predators fans or Gators fans. They're they're all bandwagons. <laughs> They never stay loyal. You know, you guys wonder why I always hate on you. It's for a specific reason. It's just this. You're probably nine, you know, DMing this guy, talking about how the Predators own the own the Cobras, even though you literally choked against them in the postseason twice. Um, don't know how you do that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you just you, you lost the Cobras. Just think about that. But, uh, you also lost Andy Duran. Uh, but uh, so again, odd odd pod. But I liked this one. Uh, it was it was definitely fun uh, to get your thoughts on the season. Um, and uh, I, I can't wait to see more of you. I think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be an all star if you keep this up. But uh, that'd be kind of difficult when all three of your uh, teammates are already all stars. So unless the entire all star roster is filled with cobras, um, which I would not be surprised by, um, it'd be the uh, there's a team that had, like, seven players in the All-Star game. The, the Dodgers, they, they always do. Yeah. Um, they, they have, like, 12 million All-Stars over there. but uh, And so do the Yankees. So do the Yankees. But, um, again, man, congratulations. Um, you know, thank you for talking with me. And uh, I appreciate um, uh, the time. Um, go Cobras. Uh, go Mallards this season. Hopefully, World Series matchup. Um. I'd love to see that. And I wouldn't hate the class yeah. if they won. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It was yeah. fun talking. Yeah. And go Cobras. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, and uh, we'll catch you another edition of Amazon.